This week on the Dueling Review Show, it is I Hate This Place number one uh, from uh, Image Comics. The uh, title of the comic had to change a little bit because originally it had a four-letter word that started with F and ended with K uh, on it. Fire truck. Well, that's not a four-letter word, right? So um, you fail in in listening and in spelling. So uh, there you go. Probably also, did you fail at Hangman a lot or not? Oh, no, this is, a, this is from uh, Skybound Entertainment. I, I know Skybound Entertainment is like an imprint of Image mm-hmm. Comics, but it's Yeah, Skybound seems... is the, the Bob Kirkman imprint. Yeah, the Robert Kirkman thing, yes. Um, mm-hmm. I, I get a feeling, just like uh, Top Cow is kind of the, an imprint of Image Comics, mm-hmm. they run their businesses almost like they're very independent of so I get really weird when I say Image Comics are Skybound and imprint of Image Comics. And I'm just now mm-hmm. just going to call them Skybound Entertainment because they are, they seem to be their own fully formed company, uh, a company within a company at Image mm-hmm. Comics. But uh, if you're looking for it, it is probably under the Image banner. Uh, I know they have yeah. the Skybound logo on it, but this is your typical uh, two, uh, two lovers. They're not married yet. Uh, but right. they inherit a house from their great aunt that one of them has never met, uh, that mm-hmm. neither of them have ever met, because, you know. Uh, but they go to the house, and they find a secret room full of videotapes, and they find one that says, watch this. And they watch it, and it's the aunt dying. She's like, I'm sorry to have to tell you this, but you can never leave this place again because the creatures will get you. <laughs> and it's like... You're doomed. Yeah. And it then turns into zombie monster in the woods, UFO horror story, mm-hmm. uh, which is the way the, the series is going. And right. I, I, there are rules that you have to follow. You know, the, uh, you don't, don't let any of them touch you, which one of them's already touched the girl in the, in the first issue. Um, mm-hmm. but uh, as long as you stay in the house, they won't get you. And, um, you know, as long as you don't leave the property, I guess for an extended period of time, you'll be okay. And there's some other rules too, but I mm-hmm. like, uh, I like what Kyle Stark said. He was like, you know, I wanted this to be like a mishmash of every horror, uh, thriller genre that was out there. That's why you have zombies and thing in the mm-hmm. woods and UFOs appearing in this thing. And, yep. uh, this was certainly a, a, a trippy ride. What did, what did you think, Matthew? I really enjoyed it. Um, but for me, there's a, there's a certain niche of horror, that really works well in comic book form. And, you know, the, the young couple coming to the strange young or the strange small town, that, that is just like a, a staple. That's like, oh, there's a vampire in the woods or, oh, mysterious disappearings or, you know, the glowing blue lady on the edge of town. These are like your classic building blocks of a horror story. So when we have these characters, you know, it, you're just like, hey, Gabby's coming to town. Oh, yeah, you're looking for the old same place. You can't get there from here. But, you know, this feels like a half a dozen Stephen King stories. This yeah. feels like a couple of Ray Bradbury stories. This feels like we're, we are setting up a knock-knock joke, not in terms of the, the material, but in terms of these are the rules. You know, a better thing would be like a Sestina. Or, or uh, you know, what are those poetic forms where they follow the specific rules and you have to tell your sestina in the specific rhyme scheme and the specific thing? That's what this issue feels like to me. It feels like 
they're saying, the creators are telling us, okay, we know the rules. We're going to follow those rules. But also, here's some weird stuff in here that you may not expect. Here's maybe there's an alien instead of just a ghost. And maybe the aliens and the ghosts and this, oh, do you think, do you think that one of the ghosts is also a zombie? Like his, his spirit, her spirit is floating around and then her body is also there. And the, the the ghost is like looking at the body going, come on, Jill, get it together. We used to be a lawyer, but oh, that's creepy. Anyway, the, <laughs> the thing that I enjoy about it is that it kind of feels like a take on that, that where, you know, the house on Haunted Hill or something, but it's taking place in 2022. It's taking place where, you know, the these characters are not worried necessarily about ghosts or goblins or you know I think they are would because until when, when they the, show up yeah well because they don't know anything they don't know anything about the place until the things right. show up right so the the main lead girl trudy uh is standing mm. outside and all of a sudden there's this thing out there and she's like wow and then zombies and she runs inside and they're like oh my god and wondering why they they can't get in and of course um her significant other gabby is like a survivalist and so she's got guns and rifles and everything she's like we're gonna blow our way out of here and then they find the tape and they're like oh you we created this soundproof room so you didn't have to hear them and you can just stay in here and watch your tv all night et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. and then you see mm-hmm. like the green man out in the woods and the ufo comes and does things so i really yeah. think kyle starks is just having a um a lark and just saying i'm just oh. gonna ma- mash uh, you know what this is um cabin in the woods is what this is I hate this yes. place is a hundred percent cabin in the woods. I was sitting here and thinking uh, when Scully and Mulder show up, this is going to be something where you, you, you know, I'll bet you Kyle Starks watched the X-Files when they were younger, because this is something where you can clearly see all this crazy, wacky stuff happening all around there. And then, you know, Fox Mulder is like, okay, we we need to go to the wilds of what is this? Washington. I don't know. I don't think it identifies, or at least I don't recall it identifying where we are. Um, yeah, I don't know either. I do know that there is also another really clever twist in here in that there mm-hmm. was either a bank robbery or some kind of robbery went down. And uh, this mm-hmm. guy called Scar, because he's got scars on his face, um, mm-hmm. is trying to d- double cross the other two. And one of them has said, ha ha, joke's on you. I buried the um, I buried the money out in the woods. And so in order to try and find where this big cache of money is. Uh, the mm-hmm. two the two women have uh, hired a bunch of of hands to come work this ranch because it's a cattle farm kind of thing, mm-hmm. and so he turns up to be one of the of the ranch hands that is secretly going to be um, looking for the money. So this is going to go all sorts of places. I thought oh, yeah. that this was a very interesting story and a very good first issue. I was I'll be yeah. honest though there so the art by Artyom Toplin I think is is how you say the name I if I mispronounce mm-hmm. your name I apologize and then also I saw under art is Lee Lowridge but I don't know if that is the colorist or if that was the uh cover artist for this piece but I'll be honest I was really expecting scarier art I was really mm-hmm. scare, uh, expecting scarier composition scarier coloring uh as far as everything's just these a simple palette. Uh, but I was really expecting, you know, really big Dutch angle, low angle stuff like you find in horror, especially as the story moves on. Cause typically when you do your horror movie, you start out with everything as normal, wide shots, close ups that are very nice. And then as things start to get a little weird, the angle starts to cant a little bit. The angles start to get a little bit lower shooting up. And I was really expecting that 
in this um uh in this comic but i didn't get that so i was a little disappointed in the uh on the art side from the scare slash horror slash thriller slash come on follow the trope uh kind of thing that Mm -hmm. that was expected uh, in this at least from the art side but otherwise i really enjoyed this book a lot I, I I kind of disagree. Uh, by the way, Lee Lofridge is is a colorist. Okay. Uh, so yeah, uh, Topolon did the art. Lofridge did the coloring. But I I like the art here, and I don't know why. I didn't, say I didn't, I like, I didn't it, like it. I was just expecting it to be more into the leaning into mm-hmm. the genre. I like it in the genre because again, it it. It kind of feels, you know, that postmodernism that has pretty much been horror since the year 2000. You have that moment of, we all know how horror movies go. We all know how horror comics look. This is going to kind of, I feel like, bend the rules, but bending them intentionally in a smart way. You know, like the, the first 20 minutes of Get Out feel like they're going one place, and then they're like, oh, we're going... So I'm, okay, I'm going to come along for the ride. But I I keep looking at this art and I keep feeling Chew. Do you remember Chew? From, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, yeah. I want to say that was uh, John Lehman that did the art on Chew. This feels of a piece with that, and a couple of sequences. You know, especially the sequence after she gets touched by the, the zombie ghost. Yeah, and has the it was it zombie was it I ghost? think it was zombie. I don't know. That's what I thought. They, she had an interaction with a Guga ghost train for sure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I was looking at that sequence and I'm like, all the way through that, I was just thinking Harrow County. Um, <laughs> and I'm not sure why I think that, you know, it's, it's sometimes we talk about how certain companies feel like they almost have a house style. And that's not necessarily true of image or even the skybound books at image, but for some reason, this feels very comfortably set in that sort of bizarre, weird image universe for me. You know, how sometimes we'll talk about a book and we'll say, you know what this feels like? 90s vertigo. That's kind of what I get out of this. This feels like 21st century image comics. And in all the best ways, in all the right ways, I got through this book and I was like, I really appreciated that art. I liked the 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 strangeness of it all you know we had a an argument a couple of years ago about the lady who wrote a big piece about how horror is green and and orange or something and i was like well that's stupid and you were like no here this is why it works and this is why they do it in horror and i like it when someone bends those rules in a creative way. And I feel like that's what this art. Did. Yeah. I, I'm going to, I mean, I, I will respectfully disagree with you. Um, oh, you sure. know, I don't, I do not think that this is, you know, breaking, it's not breaking any rules. It's not trying to mm-hmm. be any kind of house style. Uh, you're thinking of Rob Guillory is who the uh, artist was on. Chew. Thank you. Thank John you. Layman, Layman was the, the writer. Um, I yeah. just, I just thought it was, uh, to be honest, if I were to look at this just based on the cover alone, and maybe it's because mm-hmm. I've seen this artist in other places, um, for the longest time up until I finally read the issue this week on Sunday, uh, I thought this was a boom studios book, uh, just based on the color oh. scheme and the, and the way that, uh, everything looks. Cause that's very much what a boom studios cover would look like. Image comics, uh, tend to be a little bit different than that. 
Um, mm-hmm. But it definitely, definitely kept giving me Boom Studios vibes. I, my again, my biggest complaint is I was really expecting that if we're going to do a Cabin in the Woods, because mm-hmm. Cabin in the Woods did follow all of the horror tropes. Granted, it was mm-hmm. telling every horror trope that was out there. And so when mm-hmm. Kyle Starks is doing the same thing, I'm like, OK, well, then the art should if they're leaning into Cabin in the Woods, then maybe they should mm-hmm. lean into horror trope in the art style. I'm not saying that the art is bad. I'm just saying right. that if you're going, you know, I think that the book would be improved even more by adopting the cinematography, you know, the cinematography of the horror genre. I get that. So that's that's the only thing I'm saying. I still enjoyed this a great deal. Uh, I yes. was really expecting a lot more scary stuff. Not that zombies and ghosts and UFOs and and the green man in the woods aren't scary. Or maybe that's mm-hmm. um Maybe that's not the green man in the woods. That's maybe, uh, what's that little reindeer kid? Sweet tooth. It's so maybe sweet that's tooth sweet tooth coming up. back. Yeah. Sweet tooth coming back for his revenge. Uh, that's a, who did uh, sweet tooth? That's, um, uh, 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 no, no, that's, uh, a Lemire. Yeah. Jeff Lemire. Jeff Lemire. That's right. He did the maze recently. Uh, so yeah, I mean, it's, it's good times. If you want to read something that, that throws everything, uh, in, including the kitchen sink, then then definitely go and grab mm-hmm. this. I think that there's an interesting story to tell here. And I think yes. we're going to see people murdered one by one as the story goes mm-hmm. on. Cause you get introduced to five characters, at least five characters in here uh, that are going to have a role in either defending this place or dying horribly before they can uh, pass the curse on to someone else. Um, hey, why not both? Yeah. Why not both? Uh, we will have to find out when I hate this place. Number two comes out next month from skybound entertainment. I'm going to go and say, pick this book up, go check it out. There's a link in the show notes uh, or over at the Major Spoilers website where you can uh, buy this comic through our Amazon affiliate link. A little bit comes back our way, a very, very little bit. Uh, I was uh, talking a little bit before the show, Matthew, to uh, everyone who showed up in the chat room. A lot of great people showing up in the chat room this week. Thank you for coming and hanging out. Um, I was telling the people that, you know, all these other comic book websites, podcasts, etc., often are backed by major corporations, CBS Interactive, uh, mm-hmm. Space.com website, those kinds of things. Uh, right. And we are still very, very much independent. All of our shows are independent. Uh, you know, while other people have been bought out by movie studios uh, or got their major funding startup from movie studios, we got all of our funding from our dear listeners over at Patreon.com slash Major Spoilers. And if you're listening for the first time to this show and you're like, wow, that I hate this place was sounds like a great comic and you read it and you're like, that was a great recommendation. I'm going to continue to listen to your show. You can come and join us over on our Patreon page, Patreon.com slash Major Spoilers, and uh, get in on even more stuff that we offer all of our fans and dear, 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 dear listeners. So uh, we're, we are glad to uh, continue to keep this uh, show free, the site free. We are not at the current time, dot, 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 uh, selling the site to a mega corporation, even though we have a lot of IP that uh, definitely uh, somebody could come in and scoop up for, you know, and make several millions, if not billion of dollars uh, on the big screen. You might even say we have IP freely. Yes, uh, but I would not. Uh, and you ah. should probably not either. Uh, and, and they, they uh, certainly, if depends, would like to uh, make a uh, become a sponsor of the show. I, mean, I guess we could say IP freely a lot, but uh, that's a matter for a different time. We want to keep this show free. We want to keep it going uh, as long as we can. Well, actually, this show is ending, but uh, a lot of other stuff is coming uh, your way over at patreon.com slash major spoilers. So um, bottom line for you, Matthew. I say it's good. I say definitely check it out. I say if you're one of those guys 
who's like, oh, I hate everything, then don't check it out. You'll hate everything. But I also think that uh, F-Bomb This Place is a superior title. I, I think so, too. But uh, we had a big article on it uh, over at Major Spoilers a couple of months ago when it was first solicited as I, uh, I F, uh, F This Place and why they had right. to change it because some, I guess some... Some retailers or somebody got uh, all offended by it, but whatever. Anyway, there are tons of great comics to go pick up. Whether you want to read I Hate This Place or not, we'll be back next week. The poll is up on patreon.com slash major spoilers, so you can pick next week's comics. And until then, go read some comics, because there's a lot of great stuff out there. This podcast is copyright 2022 by Major Spoilers Entertainment, LLC.